0: Matthew 27, verse 45. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lema sardathani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, this man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink but the other said wait let us see whether elijah will come to save him and jesus cried out again with a loud voice and he laid up his spirit and behold the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom and the earth shook and the rocks were split the tombs also were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection they went into the holy city and appeared to many and the centurion and those who were with him keeping watch over jesus saw the earthquake and what took place they were filled with awe and said truly this was the son of god There were also many women there looking on from a distance who had followed Jesus from Galilee ministering to him among whom were Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. We told the Gospels that it was the Roman soldiers who took part in the arrest and torture of Jesus Christ and here we encounter a centurion. A centurion was a Roman soldier in charge of an army of hundred men. And you are told here in verse 54, When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake, and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly this was the Son of God. These were tough, cruel, uncouth men. And on that day, in the middle of the cross, between two, uh, three crosses, they thought they were crucifying a criminal. They saw Jesus Christ just as another man. They did not care much. They did not think that they were nailing on the cross the Son of God. Did they really care that Jesus had healed the sick? He had cast out demons. That Jesus Christ had made lepers walk he had raised the dead he had had raised the dead to life did they really care that he was an innocent man? no these people um, had a job to do and they were going to carry it out to the full did they really care that on that cross they were shedding the blood from Emmanuel's veins That sinners will be plunged between that flood will be cleansed of all their sin did they really care that the one in the middle was God manifest in the flesh well they did not, they did not care heaven cared and there was something that happened here that um, really shook them we are told that when Jesus cried out with a loud voice and kneeled up his spirit The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook and the rocks were split. We're told that the tombs were opened. And after this, there was resurrection of the dead. And they went into the city and appeared to many. We're told also that there was an earthquake. They saw the earthquake and what had took place These were men who were strong very courageous very confident these were men hardened for war but on this war at golkova against the god of heaven they were shook they were terrified because this was a war like no other war before and just like many men today who battle against god who battle against the Holy Spirit they refuse the striving of the Holy Spirit they turn a deaf ear to his word they want nothing to do with the Lord Jesus Christ they will not have Christ rule over them this was a man we are told in Matthew 25 verse 37 that when they crucified Christ they divided up his garments among themselves casting lots In verse 36, they were told that they sat down and watched him over there. The nail on the... Jesus Christ on the cross watched him as they sat. As probably there were four of them because we are told that uh, the garments was divided into four. They gambled for the outer seamless garment and they watched Jesus Christ as died on the cross. It was the custom of the Roman culture to strip the one who was going to be crucified. And here the Lord Jesus Christ is being mocked by the crowd. He's being spat on. His head was hit several times. And every Christ rejecter is as guilty as this centurion. All of us who have come to saving faith, at one point we were as guilty as this centurion because we rejected Christ it doesn't matter how how the crime is the sin is the same isn't it how many times have you rejected Christ how many times had you rejected Christ you may think you're not as bad as the Roman soldier but we are as guilty as the Roman soldier he rejected Christ once on the cross and how many times have we rejected Jesus Christ is Christ the Lord of your life is he the son of God is he the innocent one the righteous one in your life it could be possible that these events made these people to believe that this was the son of God it could be possible that the way they saw Jesus Christ submitting to the suffering um, under the hands of sinful men that when he was reviled he did did not revile back that when Jesus Christ um, was on the cross he was praying for them that father forgive them for they do not know what they are doing It it is possible that these people were moved with the attitude of Jesus Christ and we see here that they profess Jesus Christ as the Son of God. They come to realize that the person they have crucified on the cross was an innocent man. This was no common criminal, this was the Son of God. And today, many people they drive the nails through the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. They hit that hammer against our Savior because they continue to reject Jesus Christ. Some come to a realization of the terrible sin they have done and some and some come to saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we thank God that The prayers of Jesus Christ have been answered, isn't it? Because we have believed. Forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. We were no different than the centurion. God the Father has forgiven us in Jesus Christ. Luke says um, that this man was certainly, certainly a righteous man. That whatever the soldiers were doing on that mountain it was an act against God and every time the gospel is presented and people continue to reject they're saying away with him crucify him away with him and there are many centurions today who battle against God they do not want God truly this was the son of God can anyone really read these words without touching him can you really say this was an innocent man this was the son of God without these words touching us that he was innocent he was righteous he was perfect he was on the cross not for his sins but for the sins of others. And all of us who have been bought by his precious blood this afternoon have been invited to celebrate his death. All of us have the privilege indeed that he has suffered for our sake. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. We also told there that there was an earthquake They saw the earthquake and what took place. And this earthquake did not only shake the earth, but it also shook the centurions and all those who were with them. And sometimes God sends personal earthquakes into the lives of people to shake them, to get them terrified, to get them fearful and scared so that they can flee to Christ. And these were tough men, tough men, They thought that they were taking care, they were guarding the cross, that they were in control of what was happening. The earthquake shows that they were not in control. They were not guarding the Son of Man. They were no longer in control. We have an example of another earthquake in in the story of the Philippian jailer. The earthquake shook the place and begins to pray He comes to Paul and Silas and he says, What shall I do to be saved? What shall I do to be saved? And he's told, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. And Jesus Christ came into this world to seek and to save. And whoever will call on his name will be saved. There's another story of a greater earthquake which we are told in Revelation chapter 6 verse 12 that is going to happen. When he opened the sixth seal, I looked and behold there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth, the full moon became like blood and the stars of the sky fell to the earth as the fig tree sheds its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. The sky vanished like a scroll that is being rolled up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth, and the great ones, and the generals, and the rich, and the powerful, and everyone, slave and free, hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains calling to the mountains and rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him who is seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb for the great day of their wrath has come and who can stand and many will experience that earthquake on that day of judgment because their response is away with the Son of God away with Christ crucify him and every Christ rejecter will be there That great day of wrath is there. And people will realize what they have done, just like the centurion. That they have crucified an innocent man. That they have crucified the Son of God. And today, the gospel call is repent of your sins. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Flee from this day of wrath, which is certainly to come. Judah says, I have betrayed the innocent one. And truly this was a righteous man. All that people have done against God and his son will be revealed. Every Christ rejecter will be as guilty as the centurion. And every time we reject Jesus Christ, we have a nail and a hammer. we fail to realize that he is going to be our judge that he is God that he is our savior and every knee shall bow to him and indeed those who have repented I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ he has washed away all our sins indeed what can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus and this evening we look to the righteous one we look to the one who has died on the cross in our stead and we indeed find our salvation. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for Christ Jesus who has bore our sins on the cross, suffered in our place, cleansed us, Lord, cleansed us from all our unrighteousness. Thank you that it's only his blood that can make us all again. It's only his blood that can wash us from all uncleanness as we approach your table Lord help us to come with soberness to come with caution as well as with joy knowing indeed that a great prize has been paid on our behalf but also realize that you're a holy God that you command us to partake in this feast in a manner that is worthy